Welcome back to the Balance Bully Podcast for ambitious women in business and a few brave men. I'm your host, Nikita Renthigton. Always excited to be back with you. Well, at the time that you are hearing this episode of the BBP, I hopefully am sipping my tie somewhere because I'm about a week and a half in to my six-week self-lovecation that for those of you who have been listening to the BBP know I take every year. It is my way of being intentionally selfish to make sure that I do everything in my capacity to stay fruitful like completely fueled up and recharged and absolutely in integrity with who I am supposed to be when I am in my power play mode. So I hope you enjoy everything about this episode because I already know that I am. I want to welcome this beautiful spirit that I've already been impressed with several times, both from her accomplishments as well as the things that she's done in her personal life. I am admiring and a little scared of it, quite honestly. Um, I want to welcome Colleen Biggs. She is an award-winning peak performance consultant. I can't talk today. She's an international speaker. She's written five plus international bestsellers, and she happens to be a wife a mama, and a grandmama, which is right in my lane because for those of you following know that I'm a G-bunny, which is what my grandkids will call me when they are like forming words, of two toddler grandbabies. And she got me beat because Mama Bear got 12. So therefore, i.e., I'm a little scared of that. Colleen, welcome to the BBP. How are you today? I'm so good, Nikita. And I'm so honored to be here. And I just need to know, where are you going? Do you, do you have plans on this vacation? I'm jealous. And I'm like, why didn't I think of doing a six-week vacation? What? Why didn't I think of that? <laughs> Every year, I try to not make any rigid plans, except my husband and I, our anniversary, which were you know, I don't even know what we're hitting now. We were married in 99. We've been together since we were 17. So whatever that year will be when you do the math, the legal version of it, because we got legally married in 99 after to being together for quite so many years before he put a ring on it. Um, <laughs> outside of those couple of days that we celebrate together for our anniversary, I literally try to be open to wherever my spirit is pulling me. Mm-hmm. I have a little fun with the grandbabies, obviously a little love time with my soul's half and forever lover. A few brunch dates with some friends all over the world, preferably in person. So I'll jump into planes and trains and automobiles for that. Um, but there's also a seven to 10 day fasting period where I'm in a spiritual fast to just really make sure that I'm not being booked and busy, so to speak. And I didn't really enjoy the time and really set that, set that time aside to do whatever work. I might need to do on myself. You know, we're always transforming and growing, hopefully seeing any cracks that have formed because of expectations or shame stuff, whatever that might be. Um, So I just kind of go with the moment. I love that. It's beautiful. And for you to model that for other people, you know, it's, it's amazing. So thank thank you. you for that. Oh, you're so awesome. So tell everyone what you're doing at Leap and just all of the goodness with you before we dive fully in. You know, um, right now I'm a community leader, uh, always have been from the time I was little. I brought community together, surrounded myself with community. And that's probably why, you know, I feel so comfortable around people. Um, I would be more of an extrovert than an introvert. Um, that doesn't mean that I don't value my time. And I do. I value my quiet time, my downtime. And I think I have two, I have a, a switch that's either on or off. <laughs> mm-hmm. So I'm on, I'm a thousand miles a minute or I'm off and then I'm off. 
and yeah. I'll disconnect from t- technology, you know, electronics, whatever it may be. And I like to just be down. Mm-hmm. So I think that's healthy for us in my community leap. You know, I believe that women all around the world deserve to be seen, be heard and be visible. And I'm not just talking about, you know, hey, get on my podcast and and let's get you out there and get your brand out there. Hey, let's do a live LinkedIn video. Hey, let's put you, you know, an article on the website and put you on the blog. Yeah, that's part of it. But I ask women all the time, when was the last time that you were really seen? Mm -hmm. And are you being heard? Are you visible in your life for you and in the lives of other people? And that really has a deeper meaning of what, how, and why I support women. Because I really haven't, since I've been born, I've been fighting for this status to be seen and be heard. And when I did climb that corporate ladder and get the opportunity to sit in those executive seats that my voice could be heard to mold the future of the company, I was stopped at the door to say, like, you're just to be seen here. Don't open your mouth. Mm. And that cut me like a knife at, you know, a very early age in corporate America. And so I've been fighting for that for myself and other women since that that time. And when I left corporate America, I started the community because I wanted to surround myself with women that also felt like they wanted their voice to be heard. Yeah. And, uh, and I, you know, we attract like people, Nikita. So you attract your listeners and people to you that love what you stand for, that yeah. love that you're rooted in your values, that love that you believe in God, right? That yeah. love who you are as a person. And for me, I attract those same women to me. And it's easy to do business when you attract the right people and women stay with me and want to work with me because of how much I'll pour into them and my belief in them for them to be that person. And when they finally see it for themselves, it's almost like they'll graduate, you know, Mm -hmm. and um, but, but it's at every level. Uh, she could be a very powerful success for Lidl. And she is uh, struggling with now this new level of success. Yeah. This new level of being seen and being heard and responsibility. Mm-hmm. And then she knows she wants to boldly impact others. She knows she wants to inspire the change and leave a legacy for herself. But she's talking herself out of it a little bit. So I work very closely with women in that context of reaching their peak potential, essentially, um, for them to really lean into that purpose. Mm, I love this so much. Um, For one, there's a lot of alignment for what we do. Now, I'm on the relationship end of the world for the personal development company I own, but there's an acronym that I use with a lot of the power couples that we work with. It sounds a little off, (laughs) but it's actually a good acronym to hold. And it includes the first two things that you mentioned. The acronym is SHAVED, like you're shaving your legs, but you've already shaved. And it stands for seen, heard, appreciated, valued, edified, and desired. And I tell all the couples that want to take their good relationship, because those are the people we work with, to a blissful, amplified, greater version of that, that you have to shave each other. It sounds so kinky and weird. And I really don't mean it in the kinky sense, but (laughs) unless that's what you want to do, that's a different conversation. But 
it's an important thing to include for wherever you're going in your next level. To your point, many of us, especially as ambitious women that don't want to be perceived as intimidating. Aggressive. Aggressive. Come on. Aggressive. Keep going. Listen, right? Like a whole laundry list of it. Sometimes we'll fall way to the back and just put our head down, do our work, hope that we get recognized along the way, but almost not want the recognition because then we have to be heard Mm -hmm. at another level, depending on what your culture is, your community that you came from. And obviously the industries matter as well. I'm sure you see that Mm -hmm. some of the women in the financial industry are very different than maybe those that are in tech or marketing and so on and so forth. Uh, I'm curious for a lot of the work that you're doing as a wife and a mom of seven and a grandmama, because <laughs> grandbabies change our lives, right? <laughs> of 12, which is still a very scary <laughs> number for me to say out my mouth. Reading. I don't know. Right? <laughs> like, listen. <laughs> and I'm not mad to talk about work. legacy. <laughs> The legacy is real. You are definitely creating legacy. I'm curious where you had space to do all that you've done. And as a highlight for the listeners that are new to Colleen, you've created over 340 businesses, Mm -hmm. not including the depth of what you've done with enriching your community with Leap and the other ways that you show up in your life outside of work with your family and your personal responsibilities. How were you able to, to do that and not mm-hmm. feel the shame and the guilt that so many women, mm-hmm. and I know I went through it too, go through when you actually are charged with a responsibility of doing such great things in the world? Yeah. Well, I think the number one thing in that is, and I'm glad you mentioned God earlier because You know, he just gives us glimpses of things um, and we are exactly where we are all supposed to be right now. And I think that's a little heavy for people to realize when they analyze it because we want to be further ahead or we feel we're behind. Right. A thousand percent. Or we feel like we were a crappy mom. I will Mm -hmm. have one child tell you that their, you know, their childhood was blissful and the other one will have just the opposite conversation. Mm -hmm. They're raised in the same house and you're like, what? Mm -hmm. Right. They Mm -hmm. see me differently than the other one does. So first of all, we need to recognize and, and, and this was tough for me because I can't undo the past. I did the best I could with the tools that were given to me. Right. With the faith that I had, I did the Mm -hmm. best that I could. And I can't fault myself for that or stay locked into a version of what someone else thinks I am or am not. Right. My re- my relationship with myself is the most important relationship. And it took me a long time, Nikita, to really feel that. And that's where yeah. the pause comes in, you know, the, the, to feel that it is okay for me to fill my cup first. Yes. And that has been something that my mother, my grandmother, my great-grandmother, my great-great-great-grandmother, keep going, kept raising the mom after that the daughter after that to not be selfish because Mm -hmm. it was selfish Mm -hmm. to take time for yourself. And I remember many of nights where I made enough food, I thought for everyone and I ate last and there was no food left. Right. Mama didn't eat. Mm -hmm. And I thought that was okay because Mm -hmm. my family was fed. They were more important than me. Yep. 
And we are the most important people in our family. Come on. We hold everybody together. Mm-hmm. We do everything for these children. They would never have made one dentist appointment, one activity, uh, you know, one play date, one, you know, sold one box of cookies. There's nothing in their lives they would have been able to accomplish if we weren't in it, guiding them, teaching them, leading them. We need to remember that our children rarely, my children now today, rarely ever remember things I said, unless it was extremely profound, which I taught them do unto others as you would have them do unto you. And those were lessons constantly that we taught because treat other people the way you want to be treated. If you don't like the way they're treating you, treat, treat them well. Right. And let's see if they flip the narrative on you. Right. Mm, mm, mm. So, but they always reiterate stories to me of what I did, did not what I said. Right. So think, let's look at that in business now in our church. Let's look at that in our community. People are watching you. Yeah. And if people are watching you, what are you doing that's leading other people positively? And my my little tribe and women I work with, they always say the biggest thing they admire about me is I'm a do as I do type of person, not do as I say. They say, Colleen will walk the talk, talk the walk, you know, do the whole deal. Mm -hmm. And she's saying, this is how I built my success. Do this. This is how my relationship flourished. Do this. This is how, you know, I was able to, uh, you know, have this level, you know, create these books, do this. Right. Yeah. I rely on experts all the time around me mm-hmm. to learn from them, to teach me. I bring them into my groups because I'm not going to sit here to say, you know, I'm the jack of all trades and right. the master of none. I have my lane, mm-hmm. you know, and my lane is really pouring in to get people to their fullest potential, to get them out of their own way. And I don't yeah. care who out there says, eh, I don't need personal development. I'm a business coach. People hire me to help them scale their businesses, to launch their businesses. Well, what do you think the one thing standing in their way is? Them. It's obviously them. Yeah. Yes. But they don't yes. think it is. Yep. They're like, no, I'm going to hire Colleen because she's successful. Mm-hmm. I've seen her help other people get to success. Well, what they don't realize is that person came to me looking for the silver bullet outside of themselves yeah. of what they thought was going to be the answer that was mm-hmm. going to create their business into this success. And it really is them, your business, your relationship, your faith, your anything in your life can only grow to the extent that you do. So anyone who thinks they're done growing, that they don't need to learn anymore. I, I use mm. this quote, if learning is beneath you, then leadership is beyond you. Oh, yes. We so cannot true. be good leaders if we're not willing to learn. And my whole life is about learning. I learn every morning when I sit down and I read a book. I learn every morning when I sit down in silence and pray. I learn, you know, God teaches me something every day. It's just like little tiny breadcrumbs that are left. And I'm really in a place in my life right now where everything I do is about letting go and letting God lead. I have put in the time. Yeah. I have put in the absence with my family. I have put in the time to other companies. I have put in the hard work and the hustle. And I'm done with that. I'm done with that because the success is in the ease. The success Mm. is in the pause. The success is in allowing and receiving. And that doesn't mean that your business runs on you doing nothing. Right. That's not what it means. 
but we have to remember our thoughts are things. Our thoughts create our feelings. How we feel creates our actions. What we do creates the outcome of the success or non-excess. So if you feel down, you feel like you're not enough, you feel like your company sucks, then if you feel that way, because that's what your mind's telling yourself, your actions are what? You know, you at your mm-hmm. actions will have to validate that. Yes, that'll be the proof. Right. Mm-hmm. You have mm-hmm. to have proof. So if you have to have proof for that, then mm-hmm. what if your thoughts were, I'm great. I am enough. God yes. created me exactly the way I am. And I'm right where I need to be. And I trust this process. Mm. And I know he's looking out for me. And if we trust that process, then we have to validate that. And how do we validate that? We attract people, places, things, and events to validate that. And I would way rather validate those feelings and thoughts that I am enough, that I am worthy, that I have boundaries, that I am somebody special, that I do stand out on purpose, that I am different than other people. Now I will do everything in my power to validate that. That's what creates success, not not the latter. Yeah. Listen, I pulled away so many things from what you just said. First, I've probably had just off the top of my head from since I've been podcasting since 2012, I'm going to say I've done about at least 350, 400 interviews, not including being a guest, you know, somewhere else. And there, I can count on both hands how many times someone has made me want to throw my shoe at the screen when they were talking. <laughs> Or shake my maracas, which I will pick up and show you, but I will not shake them so they don't mess up the audio. (laughs) But I wanted to so bad, like, yes, yes, yes. And in the midst of all that you said, you gave a beautiful, soft and loving correction because I heard I've been saying your name, Colleen, and you said Colleen. Oh, yeah, but it's however people say it. Everyone says it differently. So I say my name different than other people say my name. But I want to say it the way you say it so I can honor you fully. So thank you for that. Because as you were saying it, I'm like, oh, no, and let me correct that. We have a running joke in our family that even though I'm a transformational speaker and all of that, I can't speak. There's there's so many funny ways that I talk. It's hilarious. I also make up words, but that's a whole nother conversation. Mm -hmm. I really value every syllable of what you said from speaking life into yourself and your business and your leadership and all the things that hopefully you are led to touch and change and activate and catalyze, catalyze. I just think I made that word up too. Um, and all those ways of being that you were meant to be on this earth. But most important, I heard you say, don't be done learning. Because mm. a lot of people listening that I think 80% of our listeners from the last stat check are entrepreneurs. Um, many of them have come from high level professional jobs, high, like C-suite execs, high tech VPs, owners, whatever. And then the other 20% kind of divide up amongst all that I just said. And there's many of them who became entrepreneurs because they were burnt out from accomplishing all those things that you mentioned or, you know, something similar. And you hit this space in entrepreneurship where you feel like Not that you're done doing, because I heard you very clearly that there's a shift from the hustle and grind mindset to one where you allow things to be attracted into your ecosystem and into your space with effortless ease. I heard that very clearly. But some people 
conjoin that and and weave that into a not learning anything anymore. They think that by not doing so much and hustling and grinding in order to prove that they're in this other space of the kind of the continuum that you were referencing of effortless ease, that they're done. They're they're the advisor to the advisors. They don't have to do anything. They're good. They know it all. And I think the most dangerous sentence in the world is I already know. If something mm-hmm. is coming into my space, it's coming to me because some something in me needed to hear it. Even if I've read the words before, I might have wrote a dissertation on it. doesn't matter. There's a reason that Colleen is speaking something into me and I'm hearing it for the umpteenth time or maybe just the second time. Something in me needed to hear that. So I don't already know. I know enough to recognize that this is showing up for me for a reason. At that right moment. At that right moment. This is something not a lot of people know. And I was taught this. See, Mm -hmm. I was taught this at my event. Mm -hmm. I had a retreat that I held in Arizona and I had seven women there. Oh, no, I'm sorry. We had 10 women there. It's a very um, intimate retreat for four and a half days. And I was taught by someone there when she opened her mouth and she said, there are words that you are going to say that only certain people can hear. Mm-hmm. They can only hear them from you. Yes. Which reminded me that that, you know, I talk about not shrinking back and playing small, using your voice all the time. But when she said that, mm-hmm. you rob people of what the education, the motivation, the inspiration, the knowledge, whatever it is that you have to share, you're robbing people from that if you don't use your voice. And that was very powerful for me. When she said that, I thought, wow, I must continue hitting that next level and doing that next thing. And right now, God has really been pulling me. Yeah. And I'm working with a spiritual guide right now because I'm really being pulled to let go a lot, uncomfortably let go and let God lead. And I met her Two months ago, Nikita, and a year ago, I wrote on my vision board in front of my face, let go and let God lead. And Come then on. she showed up two months ago. Mm-hmm. After they always say, people said, yeah, I was just thinking, yeah. what's the old statement? The teacher shows up when the student is ready. That's right. And if I didn't hear her say something mm-hmm. and her speak about something, it wouldn't have driven me to make the choice that I made. So I just want everyone to really let that land. Your voice is so important that only some, only people that need to hear it from you are going to hear it, period. Yeah. That's why it's so important that we get out and we use our voices. This is how change happens. This is how, um, this is how voting happened. It's how women are able to finally get loans. It's as how segregation isn't happening the way it used to. It is, I mean, I think back to Martin Luther King, right? And I, I'm so amazed by him. Celebrate him every year because this is a man during a time. Mm-hmm. No cell phones, no internet, no mm-hmm. like putting an event on Facebook or LinkedIn or you, you have to do all these things to get people to your event. This is a man where his voice is heard, the next person tells the next person, next person, next person. And then there's millions of people there through word of mouth. Yes. That 
is influence. Yes. Gandhi, another person. This is influence. (laughs) These are people that believe so strongly in a mission and a vision that they attract the people to them that believe in the same mission. That's our job here. That's how you create change. It's how he was the change, right? Literally. He was the change. We Mm -hmm. have to be the change. And I never shy back and not talk about God. And I'll tell people, maybe that's not your higher source, but it's mine. Right. To all pray to. I don't ever falter or, or hide that or not share that. And if you don't like it, that's okay. I tell people you have your Mm -hmm. opinions and I respect your opinion. You respect mine. I think in my marriage, one of the best things my husband and I always decided was sometimes we're going to agree to disagree because I couldn't imagine two people raised in completely different families, having different lives. They could agree on everything. Mm-mm. Something's weird about that. Yeah. Taking it from a balanced right. relationship advisor. That's weird. <laughs> well, you just respect the other person and their opinions. And it doesn't mm-hmm. mean that they're right or wrong or anything. Right. You just respect what they believe. Now, there's still the fundamentals, mm-hmm. right? The people that are in our lives should have similar faith, should have similar beliefs, should have similar, you know, um, drive. Should mm-hmm. fuel you, should understand that your light can shine bright and theirs can shine bright too. And they're not looking to snuff it out. Right. Come on. Yeah. So come on. When you know this, right, then you start surrounding yourself with people in your life that provide this for you. And then people start putting you into their life because you provide that for them. And then you start seeing the bad apples right away. Right. And then you limit your time with them. You limit your dialogue with them. And eventually what happens is, as you grow, those layers drop off like an onion, right? They cling to that little layer and then they just wind up being in the past, still clinging to Mm -hmm. who you used to be because they're not ready to change or evolve or grow, right? And that's okay. That's okay. Don't apologize and don't go backwards. Right. A thousand percent. It is totally, oh, you just like... Oh, ciao. They're going to have fun with pulling the quotes from this. I can tell you that much (laughs) when the team is listening to this. There's so much power to the literally the layers that have levels to what you said from the way your children can see you differently, all being raised in the same house and having different experiences with you at because they met you in this world at different life cycles. That you were in different parts of your experience, different parts of your storm that you might have been in at the time and how they hold different versions of you. I only have two biological children. Um, We've raised three, but I have two biological. My brother was the other one we took custody of. And every last one of them has a different version of me, as as they should, because I was 19 with one and 24 with the other, right? Like they should all have different versions of me. I was a very different human being with each of them. And I'm a completely different human as a grandparent now, which they're very jealous of, by the way. But I'm like, I know they always say, you never let us do that when we were younger. Well, I'm not raising them. So my aura and vibration around my grandkids, like they don't Mm -hmm. act the way with me that they act with you because I'm so laid back. I'm so relaxed. I'm here to have a good time with them. I love them. I really want to sit down and talk to them and listen to them and help them. And we just have evolved to this Mm -hmm. new way of mothering, this next level of mothering. And now I I look at, you know, we can't, I have 12 grandkids. You can't possibly 
be equally in all of their lives exactly the same. But this is what I know. I trust that when I know that I need to be somewhere or um, if I, you know, there's some that do sports. We're at Mm -hmm. every sports game. So I might see them 50 times more than another child because Mm -hmm. that child has a dance concert twice a year. And that's Mm -hmm. how, you know, so we create family events that purposefully bring our family together. And I think this is the key right here. I created a community and events to purposefully bring women together Mm -hmm. to um, keep them on track, to give them other women that they can network with, to give them education, to give them exposure. The Mm -hmm. same thing I do in my coaching, I purposefully bring women together in a group for them to learn from the other women, for them to um, be accountable, right, to themselves and to other people. When we purposefully bring people together, they appreciate it because it's less Mm -hmm. effort for them and it serves both sides. So it serves the family to bring everyone together because we all get to be together. And then they don't feel pressured because they know, well, once a month we know that we go to Mm -hmm. mom and dad's house and, you know, they've got spouses, they've got other friends, they have a life, their kids have activities. For us to think that we, that they owe us something is crazy. Yes, it is. And we, they don't owe us anything and we don't owe them anything. That part right, right there. We don't. But moms think they do, and we don't. We don't mm-hmm. owe them anything. We've raised them. We've done the best we could. Now we get to focus on what does it look like moving forward for the second half of my life? How yes. can I act today? Who can I be? What is the best version of myself that I can be today that's going to change the cycle of the next generation that's coming right. behind me? Maybe I screwed up on one or two kids, but <laughs> now I get to be this best version. Yeah. And that's what changes the next generation. Because if we complete the cycle and just keep going, the future will never be changed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I love, my, I love the way my daughters are independent. Yeah. They stand up to their husbands. If so, you know, if one's like, well, mm-hmm. I got to go out of town. They're like, well, you better figure it out because I have this going on. I have that going on. Right. This going on because you weren't going out of town. Mm-hmm. Well, figure out what to do with the kids. It's not my problem. And I right. love that difference because back then I would have been like, I have to figure this all now. It's all mm-hmm. on me now. They can go do whatever they want which was how I lived my life. My husband would switch jobs or do whatever. I had to always figure it out. Yep. They don't put up with that. They mm-hmm. say this is an equal relationship in an equal family. Yeah. And if you something changes, you need to make adjustments. Mm-hmm. And I love that, that, that they're so strong in that. And they don't put all the pressure on themselves, feeling like they're less than. Yeah. And that's yeah. just a testament of what they've seen who they are and how they were raised and their influence of the people they hang around. A thousand percent. The fact that they can advocate for themselves, which is a huge, for me, when I say power couples, I always have to break that down. Like some of our clients are celebrity, high profile, whatever. And I say that with love, that whatever part, but most of them are philanthropic philanthropic Mm -hmm. and influential within their industries, whatever that looks like, even if it's behind the scenes. But the most important part of the definition for me is they have to be advocates. It's super important that they advocate for people who normally can't advocate for themselves, whatever that looks like. And it starts with you. So the fact that you're raising, already raised children 
who have understood the power and using their voice so they could leap forward and accelerate in all the ways that they're charged to do through the will of God, which I believe in as well. There's lots of things we could do, but some things are out of alignment, right? Like just because you can do it doesn't mean you should, which is a whole nother episode, right? But the fact that you're like leading them to stand in their power, that in and of itself is a leap. Because there's a lot of little girls that are now grown women that are now mothers that are also grand and great grandparents that never was encouraged, let alone having someone tangible that they can touch that's only a generation or two away that was a model for that. And Colleen, you are a model for that. So if you haven't patted yourself on the back today, please do for me right now and the whole Balance Bowley listenership. That's the other thing, you know, um, you got to let it land. When someone gives you a compliment, how many times does someone email you? Oh, that was so wonderful. And then you write back, oh, thank you so much. Thank you for, then you feel like you got to give them a compliment and then they come back with a compliment or thank you mm-hmm. going back in the mail. It's like, stop it. Just say thank you. <laughs> right. right. Just say thanks. Yeah. Yes. Thank you, it, Nikita. Right. I appreciate that. You're welcome. If you're anything like my youngest, who's now 21, um, our biggest thing for her when she was growing up is people would give a compliment. She was always the little tiny one out of the group. And she would say, yes, I know. I'm like, don't, don't let, don't end with that part. <laughs> we want you to know it. We don't want you to end with that part. <laughs> not out loud. Everyone else know you know it. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so Colleen, when you're not out here impacting and creating new imprints and changing the world, how do you give yourself permission to pause? Oh my gosh. I love me a massage. Uh, I do a lot of that. I love to hang out with my grandkids. Like we have so much fun um, at their games and my husband and I uh, walk down the house, no children, no grandkids are allowed in Sundays. So Sundays are mine and my husband's day to um, build our relationship, our faith. That's us. Right. So, um, and every single morning I can't, I can't pound this in enough. This, this single thing has changed my life, my relationships, how I see the world. I get up every morning at is early for a lot of people, five o'clock. And I come into my office and I sit down on my furniture, not, Mm -hmm. not my desk. Mm -hmm. And I read and I just turn on my side light and I write gratitudes. I pray, I ponder, I read books that um, are are, you know, uh, books that are personal development books, books yeah. that, you know, help me, you know, I, I've been doing tapping a lot, EFT, right? Doing mm-hmm. a lot of tapping. And um, I need to build the strong belief in myself and continue to build the belief I believe in myself every day to be the strongest. So I pour into my cup first every day so that my cup is full, so that it's easy and fun and so like exhilarating to me to pour into other people that it just excites me. I'm never tired. I'm never Mm -hmm. exhausted. I never feel like, Oh, I have to work all day today. Or I have all these calls. I am so excited to do what I do because I pour into myself every morning first, Mm -hmm. always I come first and then I pour into other people. Yeah. Just remind me when we are done this episode to get your information so I can send you a copy of my book. I would also a personal development book. Yeah. And once you see it, you'll be like, yes, this is why I like her. (laughs) I would love to anything I can do to, you know, to, um, I, and I would love to read it. Um, we can even bring it into the book club. 
Yeah, be great. That'll be awesome. Yeah. Oh, you're so amazing. How can people connect with you and get some more of all things Leap? You know, one of the best ways is just to go to my website at ColleenBiggs.net. And I know that you have that. So ColleenBiggs.net, you'll find, you know, free downloads. You'll find a little bit more about me in my past. You'll be able to learn more about my tribe and my community. Uh, and there you can connect on all of our social media channels from there. So that's really kind of the one hub that makes it easier for people to, to do that. Yeah, it makes sense for a peak performance coach that's written five books and launched 340 plus businesses <laughs> and has spoken all over the world and is highly sought after. Notice that I'm dropping these dimes in case you are questioning. And who also happens to be, what was it? Women Business Leader VIP Award for being oh, yeah. like the top in yeah. 2021. Yes, honey. Yeah. It's such an honor when you receive awards because you know, it, it, in a way it's a, it's a validation for you yeah. that you're on the right track and you're impacting other people and that, you know, um, that you're doing exactly what your purpose is and why you were called. We have to remember that we have to lean into that and become our higher selves without mm -hmm. that. We are literally robbing people. So true. Yeah. Oh, mm, 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 mm. Colleen, thank you for showing up, for showing up fully and for allowing us to have a peek behind the curtain of all the amazingness that has helped to literally build you up and create you for the being that you are in this moment. I am personally grateful and honored by your presence. Thank you. Thank you, Nikita. I'm honored to be here. This is an amazing conversation and I'm in all of what you do. And thank you for working with couples because they're the foundation of families. So, mm. so Don't get me started. <laughs> yes. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Ooh. All right. Balance Bowley listeners. I know I keep over delivering all the time and this was no exception. Colleen Biggs is an amazing human. And if you are interested in just knowing more about your peak potential possibility, I encourage you from my core, go check out her website. If nothing else, take the leap and connect with her. Her or someone for her team will get, get back with you and then you can start the process of whatever that discovery is for you. So you can stop saying one day, someday, I'll get it together. I'll negotiate for a better rate. I will start my own business. I will hire a better team. I'll do the next best thing that I'm supposed to do so I can finally create the impactful imprint that I'm charged to under God's law. Whatever that is for you and whatever God you serve, just know that there are people, to Colleen's point, that are waiting to hear specific things and they can only hear them from you. So don't hold yourself back anymore and make sure you follow up. Every single thing you need is in the links at the bottom of the show note, wherever you are listening to this podcast and whatever player you are listening to. Until next time, I want you to honor yourself by making sure that you enjoy the balance of your day, but do it boldly. <laughs>